The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code WMVP. Tune in every Friday for the official Waddle and Sylvie same game parlay on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 21 years or older, Illinois only. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash football terms. Waddle and Sylvie on the new home of the Chicago Bears. ESPN Chicago. WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Thanks to Courtney Cronin and Connor McKnight for joining us today. Thanks for listening, calling, and participating. Great job by Black and Abdallah. The guys are on 6 to 8 after Waddle and Sylvie. And they're here now to get you home, back in their normal spot after spring trading. Oh, yeah. Hello, Surprise boys. that uh, Johnny's not having an IV in his, in his arm right now. Dude, he can't. I mean, 12 on one. thought he was dehydrated I mean, he after half hour. after me. I was, yeah. the hair. I was the hair today, guys. Yeah, you were. I'm like, whoa. Came out fast baby. like lightning. Yeah. I mean, the I'm turtles passed fire. Me. When you started to make fun of Greeny, I thought Sylvie was oh. going to break into the studio. Oh, my God. Oh, I know. The great defender over here. He's trying to tell me Matt Ryan is signing Matt Ryan. The same as Lamar Jackson. I'm like, no, it's not. Veterans, 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 Nope. No. 1-800-GAMBLER. I had it on for Did you see who the U- you know who the US manager is, don't you? The um, US Phil Garner. manager is Tony LaRusso. Phil Garner. He, he is a former lunch with a legend. Oh, it's Mike Quaddy. Uh, Mike Quaddy, that's it what I was going to say. It's not Mike DeRosa. Lottie Dottie, here comes Mike Quaddy. It, it, it is Mark DeRosa. Yeah. Did trouble. you tell me, too, that uh, Griff Jr. is his, yes. his hitting yes. coach? Yes, he's his hitting coach. Uh-huh. Yes. Do you know who his uh, bench coach is? That I'm not going to be able to tell you. He's a former paycheck. White Sox manager. All right, hold Tony on. Tony LaRusso. It is Jerry Manuel. It is Jerry Manuel. Yes. Big shoes. Without Bevington. that clue, I wouldn't have gotten it. But Terry yeah. Bevington. Big Who's shoes. playing for the U.S. team? The U.S. is like Trey Turner's yeah, playing. It's a good no, team. No, pretty good team. No, no. Schwarber's, uh, Schwarber's out. Schwarber. 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 Good. Trout's playing. Are we going to win this thing? I don't know. I mean, um, who? I, I don't really know. I haven't. Inv- I, I'll There's watch so much a little bit, but I haven't. It's not like I've studied all the rosters. It, it, it seems bigger. I'll tell you what, that Netherlands team oh, is good, dude. It's huge. It is. Well, look out for the Netherlands. But they've got Bogarts. They've got Scope. They've Rude got uh, Jerks, uh, Jerks and Profar. Like 
you look around, you're like, oh, damn, because a lot that's of them are three. From Marco the, Overmarsh. Their infield is all big league. That's an, it's an all big league infield. Forget soccer. This is yeah, the world's I'm game. Telling you. Yeah. Dennis Perkamp. Hey. No Larry Garcia in that infield, the though. Dutch. That's no, what that's would true. make you complete. And make you complete. They, but when the game was starting last night, they flashed right, on the screen. I go, the entire infield is a big yeah. league infield. Carmen, huh? Carmen hates the Dutch guys. You guys got to remember. <laughs> there's only three. Well, there's only two any, things I can't you like, stand. Don't you like Aruba though? I know you're quoting I, the movie. Go ahead, quote the movie. There's only two things in this world I can't stand: people who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. <laughs> It's beautiful. So There's I, so I, many great lines from a very so average movie. Yeah, Burt Blylevin. He hates Burt Blylevin. Who needs Burt Blylevin? The Flying Dutchman. No, but you're right. Because they're from is, like, Curacao, yes. I think. Yes. And Aruba, Isn't it run by the Dutch? Yeah, it's, yes. a, it's not run. Right. They're like autonomous Dutch regions. Right. And so those guys that are like from that. those islands are playing for the Netherlands. Correct. Right. But yes. I looked at the lineup. I'm like, the whole team's MLB. I'm like, all right. The Dutch might be pretty good. And they won last night. And then I'm all things. They gave you a Dutch oven, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Oh, boy. I, I'm all things WBC. I don't know if you're yeah. aware of this. The, I don't know. Some of the games are far away. You think? Well, last night's game, they're playing in Taiwan, so yeah. so Why are they making all these players who are like in well, spring training? No baseball fields in the United States. And Jesse, Jesse says to me last week, because Jesse was in, uh, was in the office one day. Look at his And I mean, freaking Jesse. He's like, there's no way these guys are all coming. Your guys are coming back healthy. And I'm like, will you stop? <laughs> He's like, they got to go to Japan and Taiwan. He's like, they're not coming back healthy. The tired legs of the White Sox will come into effect. Like, like they're going to get hurt on the long flight right. home. I thought that was uh, Waddle of the Future. Who, go walking by? Yeah. I, I, we haven't seen him. We thought he was dead. You just saw your future. Uh, well, no. Do you remember the guy who used to stand outside? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Future Tom Waddle. He actually looked just like my grandfather. He looks like the mountain climber on Price is Right. Yeah, he just got walked by and looked just like him. I love that game. I <laughs> love the mountain The yodeler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so good. He's back. He keeps climbing. He's he gets back. to the top and falls He's back. Johnny's over. back. Yeah, he had like a 30 I'm minute I'm sorry. Nap. When He's it's good. making fun of people walking by, you know I love that. We're all in agreement that if you had one game to play on the prices right, we would play Plinko, correct? Well, no, I'd do the putting game. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. Boy, that's a good question. I would do the putting game. One game on the prices right. I'm trying to think. Uh... Plinko's Give me a fun some other game, ones. Give me some other. That's Pascal's triangle, guys. I mean, that's Plinko. just per chance odds getting in the it middle. Is, right? Yeah, that's like odds more of a chance. Odds getting in the middle are not good. It, but, but you could win big. Yeah, what are, I, give me some I, of the other I, games. I love I the mountain climbing. Yeah, the mountain climbing. Right. I, I love a, the one where you got to match the numbers. You got four prizes, right? And yeah. you've got to match the price of all the numbers. Yeah. Well, that's always and, a fun and one. that's for the car, probably. Yeah, yep. yeah. That was always. How a good about one. an underrated uh, uh, one of those game shows? In uh, remember um, what was Card Sharks, where you had to go higher and lower? Yeah, higher all the way yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. So Card Sharks, Sharks. underrated, Loved totally it. underrated. Boy, I mean, we grew up in the game show era. No, totally else. did. I don't even know if there are any game shows on now. Match either game. Than with Gene Rayburn. Oh, with a skinny I mean, microphone. Skinny Mike, yeah. Charles Nelson Riley up there. Those are like a whole other level. Yeah, that's another level. Remember when they showed the uh, the Ravens uh, 30 for 30, the recent one, and they showed Billick, Bill, who was oh on? He was, a, did, cut, he was you, a contestant on the show. Did you know that? I, I did. did I didn't know that. I've, I've heard that I story mean, told yeah, before. Yeah, I knew it. That Billick was on. Kirstie Alley was on there, too. She was a contestant. Yeah. What was gone, Tony right? LaRussa on? Yeah, Wasn't, no longer with us. Uh, Tony LaRussa yeah, was on. Was Tony? What was Tony LaRussa? Tony LaRussa. Dating was, game. The nap game. <laughs> yeah. He was on the uh, I Can Ruin Your your Team in Five Notes. Sleepy Van Winkle. Yeah, try to wake me up. It was... <laughs> Sleeping or Wait, dead? Wasn't he on the real? Will the real Tony Larusa please stand up? 
Wasn't it? What, what was the? Uh, Ain't that too? Yeah, that what was with Slim Shady. What was the, the game where they all the? Th- I don't remember. I'm that telling one. you, someone will remember and send me it's the, the video. What game? You might when be he right was about a young, butt, When he was a young oh, yeah. baseball coach, First, I believe. Craziest place you made years ago. You might be right about uh, that. Right. This was like 50 years ago. Ah. But outside of a Greek church, but we did. Uh, go go we did grow up in the in the game show. I mean, like the Scrabble was a game show for years. Yeah. Scrabble. Oh yeah. With Chuck Woolery, remember? We had under plungers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wheel of Fortune. And I, and I could, I get, you come home from school yeah, sick and I couldn't miss it. My mom used to say, hands off your plunger. Yeah. It's like, mom, I want to watch Scrabble. <laughs> Keep your hands off I your plunger. Hands off your anteater. Can you imagine? Uh, you crossed the line now. Did you hear the yeah. reference, by the way? We had a, we had a weather guy call in, one of our guys who's been listening for forever. Giving you some thoughts. He's a meteorologist at the Denver airport. His name is Matt. He grew up here since he's been listening since he's a kid. Really? He's now a meteorologist at the Denver airport, and he religiously listens to Unhinged. And he's giving us a forecast for last week's uh, snow forecast. And 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 then he referenced the anteater in the middle of the forecast. Come on, it was fantastic. I want to hear that. That's you so know, great. So it might be he, time for the anteaters to come out. He was saying, um, the uh, he goes, for those who listen to Unhinged, um, the the anteater may get the most snow uh, in the <laughs> northwest <laughs> Indiana <That's great>. <laughs> area. <laughs> that is great. Now, that's like a that. dedicated yeah. listener to I Unhinged. I like that, my friend. You guys doing Unhinged tomorrow? Yes. Make oh, it you're going to be down in uh, New Orleans, I'm going huh? to New Orleans. Look at you. I'm on a plane in the morning. How long are you staying? Coming back Sunday. Okay. That's maybe one day too long for no, me, but I like perfect. it. perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. Can I eat? Yeah. Here it is. Drink. Yeah. It, oh, it, it, wow. It, Sylvie's it's, right. It's uh, Tony LaRussa, 1980, to tell the truth. And then, I don't know if I even remember that's that not, game. That's not great weather. It, it, it's like, the will the real, and they all tell a story that they're the manager of the White Sox. Okay, and so two of them are dressed up as baseball <laughs> managers. One's in a suit. What is it yeah. called? To tell the truth? To tell, to tell the truth. The truth. Yeah. And uh, and then they say at the end, will the real Tony Larusa stand up? Sylvie got it. Yes, it was like uh, they recently did. Well, no that. one stood up because Tony was sleeping. Yeah, he was uh, in 1980. He was spry. He was spry. And remember uh, the 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 cool fact about young Tony Larusa back in the day was he's a practicing lawyer. Right. The, is that uh, that's the guy from Eight Is Enough? He yeah. was one of the. The fun panelists, the you know, they always had celebrity panelists. The, the Food Network did like a to tell the truth thing a few years ago, and it was short lived. But they'd have a panel of three of their judges, like three professional chefs that they have, and then it was four. It was like um, if you guys are familiar with Chopped, it was that kind of format where it was four of them competing against each other. One was a professional chef; the other three were amateur chefs. And the judges had to decide Who is which was the professional and which was the amateur. You yeah. could probably find some very good amateur chefs oh, that yeah. would be uh, just sure. as good or better well, than the... I don't know. I mean, How I do you graduate? It. How do you graduate? What, do you, what test do you have to pass to... I guess you'd have to do some sort of a... You'd have to get a, a, a blind tasting with, you know... Is uh, that what you do? I would think. Yeah. Like, I fancy myself as someone who can handle the, the kit, the, myself in the kitchen. Yeah. I... I you handling yourself? Allow in the myself to introduce that's, myself. That sounds a little bit. Are you in there by yourself? I fancy you myself handle, as hey, someone. Hey, kids, who, stay out because I'm handling myself in the kitchen in here. I fancy myself as someone who knows his way around the kitchen. And oh, like, if right. you told me I had to go up against Max Robbins or Mark Newman or Todd Stein, our chef friends, I, I'd get smoked. Okay. 
Like, I, I'm not winning that. Especially if you're handling yourself well, instead that's of, you know, you know so chicken, I, I don't know. Chicken. I think, I think that's a tough brick thing. Chicken. Brick chicken. Brick chicken is what I'm making myself like. I go against you delicious great brick Todd. chicken. It's like one of his specialties. He lost the Bobby Flay Bobby making brick Flay. chicken. You'd get destroyed. I'm making brick chicken against like, Todd Stark. What is brick chicken? <laughs> like what? We got to make this happen now. We should. Speed we chicken. Brick chicken. We you know what we're talking about. What? You guys take know. the spine. Come on, the back I, I, yeah, stop it. I told you. You are you handling yourself in the kitchen with spatchcock chicken? I've told you what a spatchcock is. No, you haven't. You tried to show me, but I wasn't interested. Butterfly chicken. You can spatchcock a turkey if you do it right. Of course. Absolutely. You take the backbone out, and it's just then butterfly. The entire it. bird is flattened. And then you, you decided it, to call that, hey, better. why don't you spatchcock that thing? Know, it's probably like a German Chef, term. Yeah. Who the hell knows? I mean, it could be a German Spashcock. term. Spatchcock. Doesn't yeah. it sound German? It's only two things I hate. <laughs> the Germans. Frank <laughs> up in Hole in the Wall has a great... Uh, brick chicken? Brick chicken, yeah. yes. Yeah. We should get you. Yeah, I mean, Yurko going up against the professional chef. You, you oh, I get destroyed. Let's do that. Well, let's, get just, Todd, yeah, yeah, let's get John in here, him. and then we'll he get Johnny in. No, to... I just knew that his brick chicken was what he went against Bobby Flay. With. Right. You just put out a challenge that uh, you would beat you his know, ass. You talk too much. That inside beat his ass. Me. I just told you what chicken it was. You said it. You guys are mouthing off over Bring there. Bring back the tape. You guys are getting you guys, a little lippy. You guys are mouthing off of it. You, you talk too it. much. We do a four-hour show every day. Yeah, what do you mean you talk, talk too much? Did you hear what Yurko college. said during crosstalk yesterday, yeah, by the way? Which crosstalk? Uh, uh, crosstalk with us, with a hoodie and me, black and uh, Yurko. What did he say? Uh, Yurko said yesterday that uh, during tailgating, he uh, fists in the, uh, in the parking lot. Is this true? Double fisting. Oh, gotcha. That Double makes fisting. That you makes know where your, your, your infant child over <laughs> there went right away. You, you know where the infant said child said that. I'm an infant I'm, child. You, you, you may have he meant said it, Mom. You, you Mom may have said it. You I may have meant something, but you, you said that. Yeah. Okay. Let's go back Two to hands. the tape. With the tape. Two hands. Wow. Double fisting? You know where the child went. You know where he went right what away. What did he say? I, How did he refer to it? I fist in the parking lot. He fists in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, I caught myself right away. And you I know said, what? And he goes, no, no, you said this. You said it. I heard it. <laughs> I heard it. You, do you said want to know it. Do you want it? I mean, it's I'm always my fault. It's always my fault. You know what we don't hear there. anymore, well, You're the one way. bringing it up, so it's got to be How your fault. How come we don't hear hot dog smothered in underwear anymore? I mean, what yeah, about yeah, 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 yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Did yeah, it yeah, leave, yeah, the, yeah, leave the place? Todd Stein was, challenge accepted. Oh, God. Sorry come down. Oh, really? He's going to smoke you, dude. I'm Where do we do you. this? Where do I we know do he's going to smoke me. You got no shot. Jeez. What are we going to do? Like, I'm telling you, those guys would destroy me. I got to go watch the, in the studio before when, I know. when he, I he served me up a pigeon. Again. I've had it at its place. Where it was his old place on Randolph over there. Formentos. Formentos, yeah. yeah. We went there and I had the, the brick chicken when I was there one time. You Look, can't mess with the meatballs are unbelievable, by the way. Yeah. His meatballs are unbelievable. You're going to get you're gonna get worked. Like, like especially if it was a mystery basket. It'd be one thing if you picked... It'd be one thing if you picked your specialty. What's your specialty, like, Connor? Then, you, like, if I were going to get into a competition with like Todd or Chef Max, I would probably go with. I'd probably do like braised short ribs or maybe chipino, which is like a seafood stew. I'd probably pick one of those. 
and I might have a shot. But if, but if you put a mystery basket down against a professional chef, yeah, you're an no amateur, shot. you would get smoked. Patagonian toothfish? Smoked. Good luck. You, you, you'd have no I shot. I've no chance with Patagonian toothfish. Like, they would work you, because they could look at that basket. It's <laughs> going <laughs> It's a it's Chilean sea bass. Oh, okay, he, that's yeah. what it is. It was He's remarketed. Giving... It was remarketed as Chilean. Sea oh, bass. really? Yes. That's what, oh, really? Because, because if you ever saw toothfish. what a Patagonian toothfish looks I like, I never knew that. So the guys sit there and he goes, they they were selling it just as garbage fish to anybody that wanted it, right? And they tried to cook it. And he said it was fantastic. So he goes, well, I can't sell Patagonian toothfish, right? Let's call it Chilean sea bass. So all Chilean fantastic. sea bass is, is that? I, I think he's right. I believe yeah. the technical term for that type of fish is called the Patagonian toothfish. Wow. I think that is correct. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Chilean sea bass. A good, well done, f- so the fat, delicious. So the meat of the animal is delicious. Yeah. 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 Is it an ugly fish? Oh, get out. No chance. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Who's going to eat that? That's it. If Are you, you kidding? Me? That's it. No. I, I think he's right, dude. Yes. That's Chilean where Chilean is. Look it up, your well, look at the animals we Chilean eat. It's yeah, not like a pig is going to win some sort of a really. beauty contest. Well, well, what, all of a sudden? Know, what, what, what's the phrase we use with a pig? Put lipstick on a pig? Right. Exactly. It's still a pig? Ooh, 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 who's boy, the pig on Green Acres? Ooh, that's I mean, Wilbur. Wilbur. No, no. no. no not Wilbur. No. No. It was, um, no, it's Anthony Hopkins. No, no. what was that little pig? Come on, what was the pig's name on Green Acres? A Green Acres is a place to be. Arnold? Was it Arnold? Arnold. Right? Arnold. Arnold, yeah, but, uh, take a look at Arnold. It wasn't just a place Fonzie went to. Right, and it's yeah. delicious. Uh, yeah, with bacon and of course. Pork. Do you know when the final episode of uh, Green Acres happened? Don't look. 1964. No, it's too early. I'm going to guess 71. 71 is the correct answer. 51 years ago. Green Acres is the place to be. Do you know what show was before it? Petticoat Junction. Yeah, Petticoat Junction. Now, this has been a great crowd. Yeah. Petticoat. A bunch of Junction. nonsense. Yeah. Well, that is Anything the essence serious of you guys want to talk about? Uh, so honors, you guys want to talk about the We have a poll question for you. All right. And I'm, I'm going to. And, and, and when I. When I I'm going to bring this up and I'm going to duck after I bring up this topic. Oh, boy. Right now? Yeah, you're just right. in What's general. Gonna don't happen? be worried. Don't be bothered by the Bears fan base, people. Don't worry. This is this oh, has to do God. with the, here we oh, go. This has boy. to do with the Bill Barnwell. Do you have the Bill Barnwell? I don't have. I saw. I know what you're talking about. I don't know the printed, Barnwell? but I saw what you were Bill talking Barnwell about. Bill Barnwell came out he, with the 15 places yeah. that uh, best line up with where Lamar should land. Correct. Number eight was the Bears. Right. And I read it and I laughed because. He wanted the Bears to trade their number one overall pick and Justin Fields. Like the Bears would get back like a, the number twenty-two overall first-round pick while trading like their upper first-round right. pick with Justin to get Lamar in this trade thing. And I'm like, no way, no chance. One no Justin for Lamar and fifty million dollars of your cap. Right, all oh. this stuff. So it was just I to was me, thinking, I'm money. like, he, here's all I'm asking. And, and it's just food for thought. If you could trade Justin straight up. Ah, for Lamar let, Jackson. Yeah, just like you say to them, look, we'll take your headache off your hands. It doesn't seem like there's a big market for him. We'll pay him because we got the money. And we'll give you the younger player who's cost-controlled right now, who is a similar type quarterback. Oh, boy. Would you trade Justin for Lamar Straight up, this is a fantasy question. I don't because I don't know if Baltimore would accept it. And I'm keeping my draft picks. 
Yes, this is a You're straight not sending up two question. picks. No, because all it would take is two first round picks, right? Yeah. So you could trade on the open market if you were to elect to trade Justin right now. What could you get for Justin Fields? A, f- a first rounder, a first and, late, and stuff, late first and right? stuff, and stuff. So you know you could trade Justin for at least a first and stuff. So I'm I'm going to propose to them then. Here's Justin for Lamar, straight up. You want to do it? We'll we'll pay him. Well, you'd have you get to. cost control in the player. Now you reset your salary cap. Mm. Would you? What? I'm asking you as a Bears fan. Well, would I rather have Lamar Jackson than Justin Fields right now? I mean, uh, but, I, but then now now all of a sudden your number one uh, cap space is out the wayside. What you do have though is Lamar Jackson and the and, number one pick, and then and all the flexibility of having the number one pick. I mean, that's pretty tempting. I, I believe in Justin. I'm cool with the Bears trying to develop and ride with Justin. I think we saw some signs and some growth last year. But, not. I mean, none of us can say that. He, Lamar, I mean, Lamar Jackson's yeah. a if you're believing Lamar Jackson, Jackson player, yes, you would take Lamar Justin Fields. Is he now? Like, is he now? I think so. Look, I, with, my, with biggest Justin, res- my biggest reservation would be you're giving $250 million guaranteed to a quarterback who's missed the final five games in the postseason in each of the last two ge- seasons. Although it sounds like if he were under contract, he would have played last year at the end of the season. Oh, which is even worse. Oh, is it, though? Yes. You, but come on, how can you say that? Yes. You, for, you, you've talked about these examples, though. Yeah, but it's, it's, it's even worse. Why is it worse? He could play and he didn't play you, you, because he wanted to protect his investment. I it's mean, the Kyle Long. Long. He, he, he was called with Kyle Long all those years ago. No. He said, "Well, he'll play now because he got paid. And if he didn't, he shouldn't well, play." That's why he played the season. That's no, why he played the whole season. It's the leverage with he has. an injury. Well, that's leverage he has, which is why he's never going to see a guaranteed contract in the history of his life. And Here's what's going to happen what he has so there you go. for him. And, and it'll happen with everyone. Your game has to shift as you get older because, as somebody said, I forgot who said it, your legs will run out and, 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 and fail you before your arm will. Sure. So at some point, you become less of a dynamic player because your body won't allow you to do it because you've been in the league so long and guys have been taking shots at you. So your game is naturally going to have to shift from being really focused on being the dual threat. And at some point, you're probably going to have to rely more on your ability to throw it because your legs are going to give way at some point. So you have to come to the conclusion if, in fact, that maturation process or just the aging process takes place, can he segue into being a guy that can get you where you need to go if, in fact, he's not nearly as dynamic running the ball as he has been in the past? I mean, these are all things you have to factor. Well, and, by the way, it's $250 million guaranteed, which is going to adjust how you can do other things to fix your team. Are we sure it's got to be guaranteed, the whole thing? No, I, well, I, don't know. I, 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 I think mean, he'll see what the market dictates. Right. I think that's what the Ravens want him to oh, see. I think the Ravens made a good business. Well, yeah, I too. think that's what they want him to see. Yeah. And, and they, they'll say to him, okay, this is what out here. Now you can play for $32 million. These are your options. We can give you a long-term deal where we'll spread the money out, but it's not guaranteed. Or you could play one year for $32 million, get hurt again. The only thing that really surprises me at all about what has transpired is, is how quick teams like Carolina and the Atlanta Falcons were to come out and say to you, either through back channels or through their, you know, their, their team press abilities, is that we're... We're not interested. We're going to go in a different route. That's crazy. I just don't know why you would make that statement. They were so quick to do it. Well, that's I the, don't that's get the, it. That's the only, like, do I think it's odd that teams would have reservations about giving him a contract 
if the rumors are correct, wanting to be 100% guaranteed okay, for a guy yeah, who right. hasn't, I, yeah. so what's hasn't your finished answer? a season. What's your answer? Your answer is what? Straight up. If you could do a fantasy trade to today. And I to pay him $250 million yeah, Of course. Guaranteed. He's not accepting it. I mean, like, the trade isn't being made, right? If, if he's not. The whole thing's got to be guaranteed. That's what you're telling he's me. He's going the out there negotiating, right? Well, that's the essence uh, of this, right? He's not agreeing uh, to a, a new deal. I mean, the Ravens offered it, it, him a pretty big deal, didn't they? they? Did, like two hundred something. Right. Million. Okay. So my guess he's is, is that it's got to be all then. guaranteed. Right. You're killing me, or, um, or or the best deal. You're killing me. I, yes, you would have to pay him a lot of money. Well, I, again, is it? You're telling me it's a full two hundred fifty million guarantee? I'm going to say no, but not specifically because I think Justin is going to vault to the top of the quarterback list. I have reservations about Lamar, despite him being young in terms of age, but his body's older than what his age chronologically, it, chronologically says, and having to give him 200. Let's if, just, I put no out, if I have no out, you're not going to. Then I probably say no. Okay. I'd keep my flexibility but with man, the quarterback that's a, I have. That's a tough it's tempting, thing, man, because the, he's better, but is yes. he? Is he I, I, I mean, he, Cap he, gave you the he, record he, yesterday. The kid's 46 and 11, yeah, guys. He, he, he's 46 he, he, and 11. He, but but now is, are we now seeing him not being that much better anymore? I don't know, man. If I don't have an out, I think I pass. I'm going to guess, I'm gonna guess too, he had, I mean, listen, I'm not going to take anything away from him. My guess is, is he had some help defensively over the course of those of years course. as well. It's a great franchise. So yes. you're right, Tommy. Like that, we always talk about quarterback records. That's a, that's an excellent point. That's a franchise that does it with right. With a defense, it's probably top five all of those years, right? Scoring defense, probably? Yeah. Uh, probably. I mean, maybe not two I'm years not ago. I'm not diminishing but, but what probably. he did. But I think probably. it's part of the equation. It's, you got to factor a good that franchise. in. Yes. yes. I, I agree with that. I'd probably say no. We got to run. All right. That's All right. a great right. question. Right. Debate, right. Though. right. All right, so, boys. 312-332-3776. It's a fun Good question. Fantasy Meathead question. or not. Meathead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. it, it, look, it's sitting on a bar still asking, would you Would you trade this player for that player? I guarantee you. Buddies like, you, will have that conversation at a bar somewhere. 312-332-3776. Tonight, so. All right, boys. Uh, then we have uh, Kyle Hendricks on today nice. from spring training. Really good stuff with Kyle. Michael Wilbon on today. I've got some more reality stuff on Zach Levine mm. and his winning percentage <laughs> in the NBA. Where does he fit in historically? I gave you the other day yeah. that he is the worst winning percentage as a veteran in the entire league. Where does he fit in historically in the NBA? Yikes. Wait till you hear some of these numbers. It's all coming up next. All right. See you, boys. Listen to us now live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. It's, uh, it's a great time of year with free agency really starting on Monday. The new league year starts one week from today when the deals will get signed. But remember, the deals get worked out starting Monday when the negotiating begins. And, and just because agreements get reached doesn't mean they can't get sort of unworked out because Larry Ogunjobi. Yeah, he may, may have an issue. There could be issues. There could be sort of disagreements. Things like that. We'll see where Lamar 
ends up uh, getting an offer sheet signed. We'll see uh, where Aaron Rodgers ends up going or I'm, I'm, when the Jets deal, if it happens, uh, gets announced. Things I'm very like interested that. to see which of the offensive tackles that is available in free agency that the Bears may find themselves most interested in. Yeah, I, I like to me, it's the Jacksonville right tackle. Um, he is 25, I want to say. He is the one that I've read is the best at pass protection. The other two, uh, are, that is not their strong suit. They are better uh, run blockers. McGlinchey for sure. The uh, other kid's from, uh, where's the other kid from? The other tackle. That is Gary the- from Atlanta. Yes. And Sylvie's talking about Jawan Taylor. Jawan Taylor, he's, he's 25 years old. Now, Jackson, he was a second-round pick with the Jaguars four years ago. An up-and-coming team like that with a franchise quarterback, I'd like to know why the Jaguars—and he's from Florida. He played at Florida, I think. He's, he grew up in Florida. He plays for the Jaguars. Money talks, of course. Why, why, why would the Jaguars not want to keep him? It's a good question. I don't know their cap situation. Now, they, they, and they tagged Ingram instead. Right. Um, but to me, everything I've read about him, I, I'm not in the business where your, your line, where it needs, it's, it, it didn't pass protect well. I'm not signing linemen whose best attribute is, is not pass protection. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Trevor Lawrence was only sacked 27 times last year as well. And that's it, about half the, that's less than half the number of times Bears quarterbacks were sacked. And some of it is, is, is Trevor Lawrence learning. It's Doug yeah. Peterson. It's sure. Trevor Lawrence. Getting it's, rid of the ball. Yeah, it's the weapons that he used. But and, it's and also everything. protection. It, sure, of course. Yeah. And so, like, this guy, I, I read, too, like, in the, in the summary that he missed, like, five blocks, five blocking assignments in, in uh, the end analytics on how they grade linemen like everything looks good to me for a right tackle and if they are bullish on on Braxton Jones then you know you continue to to let him play at left tackle or maybe you you draft another and he's your swing tackle you know you you can never have too many of them no um I I just think the tackle market's gonna be very interesting obviously Orlando Brown Jr. was not tagged by by the Kansas City Chiefs he's only 26 everyone is saying though that he won't fit like I read Big Z he doesn't he think fit the system he doesn't fit the system that he's good not great well, I I mean uh, Ryan Poles you know, know is very familiar with him and his style of play so that's why I'm saying to you, for me personally, what will be most interesting with regard to our particular franchise yes. will be to see who they are interested in with regard to the offensive line free agent prospect. Or sign a guard, draft a tackle. Like, they have to come away with a really good lineman. I agree. With next week. I would think so. You know, uh, so and then the topic that we were just talking about, this is where the, the brainstorming came from on this topic. Admittedly... Uh, it's somewhat of a fantasy, just uh, sports question, but it does come from Bill Barnwell's article. Bill Barnwell wrote the title of this article is Lamar Jackson trade ranking NFL teams fits for Ravens quarterback. And he ranked all the fits and uh, in, in descending order, 16, the Green Bay Packers, 15, the San Francisco 49ers. 14, the Minnesota Vikings. 13, the Detroit Lions. 12, the New England Patriots. 11, the Washington Commanders. A lot of people think the Commanders should definitely go. They're 11th on his list for some reason. 
Sam Howell is their quarterback currently. Yeah, Sam Howell. <laughs> uh, 10, the Tennessee Titans. They could definitely use a quarterback. Yeah. Houston Texans, number nine. And then the Bears are eight. And what I didn't like about reading this was in his proposal for the Bears, whether this is uh, fantasy general managing or not, I did not like the trade package that he has the Bears giving up. They've got a three-team trade going is what he has between the Bears, the Colts, and the Ravens. What you got? So he's got the Bears getting Lamar Jackson um, along with the Ravens 20 this year's first-round pick. So they get Lamar, and they get the 22nd overall pick, a late first-round pick, plus a second-round pick and a third-round pick from the Colts. So I guess they do have significant stuff coming back. But what they do lose is their number one overall pick because they've got the Colts getting the number one overall pick. So I don't like that. I don't like going from the first round the number one overall pick to drafting 22nd overall if we're considering something like well, this. Especially when you have so many needs. Especially when I'm now I'm losing all of my flexibility yeah. in this offseason. I'm losing my cap flexibility yep. and I'm losing my flexibility in the draft. Right. And this is the scenario like I always point to with regard to the trade for Khalil Mack. Once you put yourself in a position where you don't have an escape hatch, whether it's with draft currency or cap space, then you better hope and pray everyone stays healthy and plays to their to the top of their ability. Like Lamar Potential. Jackson's good, but he's not all my eggs in the Lamar Jackson basket because then you're just like the Ravens have one of the best defenses in the league have they, for the last five years, and they have not surrounded. Uh, him on offense so he would still not be surrounded on offense and yet you would be left with a terrible defense and you would be even worse off with Lamar Jackson here than he was in in Baltimore so my point is like this is a non-starter so I, I looked at this and I said okay if we want to talk about a Lamar Jackson Bears landing spot the only thing that I could sort of be swayed on is what about a Justin Fields for Lamar Jackson one-for-one one deal? You get the younger, cost-controlled guy who is sort of cut from the same cloth, super great athlete, can make a lot of those throws that Lamar makes, well, is a, is, and, and is an, a, a rising player. Certainly has a, you know, I mean, he's been in the league longer, but has a resume that is includes an MVP and is significantly more accomplished than our quarterback. That may change over the course of time, but that's reality now. And then you get out of the uh, the contract business for a little bit, and then uh, your headache is gone, and you get a young ascending player. And we get the Bears, the more accomplished player, but the Bears would lose their salary cap flexibility, or at least a lot of it. You would still have room, but you would lose a lot of it. But you would get the more accomplished player. Yes. Who still isn't the perfect quarterback. No. But he is much, much better. So would you do that? That's where this is the reason. This didn't just come out of uh out of the blue where I just pulled this down. This came from reading this article. So you say no. I could be swayed. Like I'm on the fence on this. Yeah, I mean I'm not pounding my fist on the table. It, I mean your hypothetical, however fantasy driven it is. Isn't an immediate response to me, but I, I, I told you earlier. I mean, I'm 
I'm concerned each of the last three seasons he hasn't finished the season. Like he's taken a lot of abuse. He's been a you know he's been a very productive player. He's been an electric player. Isn't that the same with Justin though? Could be. There's no, no, some... no. It, hasn't that been the same with Justin the last two years? Hasn't been able to finish a season. Yes. Yes. So we have two quarterbacks who haven't been able to finish the season. Correct. But uh, one is probably making five million. The other is going to make fifty million guaranteed for X number of years. There's no flexibility in a contract for me. Others may feel different about it. I, that You are locked in at that point with a player. I get it. He's 26, but he's also been in the league for five years. And he has a ton of miles on him compared maybe to others because of the style he plays. And I forget, like I said, I forget who said it first, but it resonated with me. You know, your legs as a player are going to give out before an arm, which means a player who relies a lot on his legs, that part of his game is going to have to be negotiated. Like, he's going to have to segue from being a guy that is an enormous... And he has. Like, if you look at him statistically, you know, they, they have asked less of him in terms of running the football. The hope is is that as you ask of less of him from the ground game, that the passing efficiency will improve. And I'm not so sure that that has happened for the Baltimore Ravens in a manner in which they had right, exactly. And this also comes from the standpoint of, as you continue to hear the whispers... The Bears have not been won over yet by Justin. Would they be more won over with Lamar? Yes, I think so. So, so like, that's where the one-for-one deal comes up. I don't even know if this would be a starting for the Ravens. The You may call the Ravens with this thing, and while Bears fans are rolling their eyes at me right now, no, the, you may call the Ravens, and the Ravens may say, are you freaking crazy? We're going to trade you our former MVP, our do-everything quarterback, for a guy who still is unproven with the Bears? Uh, yeah, you they may get both sides. Both you know, sides may not, not, may not be interested. Will and Desplains, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Will? Hey, how you guys doing? Uh, I just uh, wanted to say that I think Lamar Jackson is like almost two times better than Justin Fields is right now. Um, Lamar is a pocket passer. He can also get the first down with his legs. I think I, – now, I love Justin Fields' potential, but if the Bears really want to win, I think you have to go with a proven commodity, and I think that's Lamar Jackson. I think um, – does it bother you, Will, that he hasn't finished a season in each of the last three years because of injury? What? Not, not to the point that I would not rather have him than Justin Fields. Okay. Only because the Ravens receive, to be honest, with Claypool and Mooney, the Bears have a better receiving core, in my opinion, uh, than the Ravens. Now, they have a better tight end, but I like Oakman. I think he can make some plays. Um, I think Lamar, a lot of quarterbacks, you know, uh, they have the legs. They try to do too much when the receiving core lacks. And you can't blame them for that. But I think the Bears are a better situation for Lamar Jackson offensively, especially Mm. if we, uh, you know, improve the line. Now, 
It's a big with if. The, with it's the harder scenario. to improve, and Will, it's harder to improve the line Will, when you've thanks. got to commit so much money to the quarterback in this hypothetical situation. Yeah, it's big hypothetical, but it's it, everyone's talking about it. It is it is a juicy offseason, and the offseason really hasn't even started. Look, again, what I said last last segment is, is what resonates most with me right now. The only thing, because I can understand why teams would have reservations for the reasons I've mentioned. I don't know why the Atlanta Falcons and the Carolina Panthers and a couple of other teams immediately came out. Nobody tells anybody anything in this business. And they're like, All of these coaches hide secrets like they think that it's national security. We're out. Yeah. We're out. I, no, no. Diana, we're out. We're out, Diana. We're out. Tell, tell the world that we're out. Now, is that a negotiating ploy? I want you to answer that coming up next. Also at 3 o'clock, we're up to the 20th greatest Chicago sports moment in the last 25 years. Thing that's going to get uh, big thumbs up today. It's a great moment. They're all great moments as we uh, go through this with great clips. But uh, today is a very memorable one. I think it's one of those that if you're a fan of this team, you remember where you were. Um, there were several great moments during this game. And it's a regular season game. This is the second moment in a row that happened in a regular season game. So to make the list... On a regular season game, uh, it has to be fantastic. Three three two three seven seven six. If you want to get in on the topic, Waddle will try to answer the question: Why is everyone so forthright saying no? We're out on Lamar. We'll get into that next. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Waddle and Sylvie. Listen now in HD on our app and on ESPN one thousand. Fifth anniversary party. We'll have a. I have a good show, show uh, question today on ESPN One Thousand to give away those anniversary tickets. The uh, party is coming up. Is that two weeks from Friday? Are we two weeks away, Tyler? Is that yeah, what two we weeks are? from Friday? Two weeks from Friday. It's March twenty fourth. Tickets on sale at LiveNation.com and then search ESPN Chicago. Well, it's about you. It's about the show. I didn't get this approved by you, so I'll do that at the break. Um, and so if you don't approve it, then I'll have to come up with a, uh, another question. I really don't care. I think it may be a hard one. It may be hard, but look, it will reward someone who listens to this radio station religiously. And th- those are the people we want there. And uh, we want to see you there at the big party. Uh, noon until 6 on March 24th, lots of great guests scheduled to appear, including Jay Cutler, Robbie Gold, a reunion of Matt Gierko and Harry. Will Bond will be there. Will Bond's on today at 5. Mark Jean Greco will be back there. we got dinner plans with him like the night before as well. That is correct. Uh, Edzo will be there and a host of others. More uh, guests coming up soon, too. Do we have any dinner plans with Edzo? We should make some. He's got a game, I want to say, uh, the night before. But we okay. can make uh, dinner plans with Edzo. We should. He's, he's a busy man. He's doing the Seattle Kraken game. He's doing the nationally televised games. I think after the hockey season okay. would be best. Right. Um, why do you believe all these teams are going to these reporters telling them we're out on Lamar before the negotiating even starts? I don't know. I don't know if they're going to the reporters or the reporters are asking them and they're immediately willing to share themselves with them. Like you said, they never share anything. They don't share anything. They think everything is a national secret. 
My can only guess is, listen, I, if you're going to collude, you do it quietly. You don't advertise it on billboards. So I'm not ready to go there yet. I didn't, you know, I thought Shefty was great this morning, too, on Get Up. He, you know, Shefty can get agitated if he's very passionate about a oh, comment. Yeah, he's oh, like, yeah. let it breathe a little bit. R-E-L-A-A-X. He, I think he actually started to misspell relax. He said, or however you spell He put it. two A's in there? Oh, he did yeah. something. But it was it was very entertaining. I don't know. My, my only guess would be is that because I thought the Atlanta Falcons were a very viable destination. Um, I, I thought maybe this is their way of negotiating. Don't know. Maybe this is how they are trying to, you know, blunt some of we, any we of the don't leverage want or whatever. Uh, oh, well, there's uh, no, yeah, there's no uh, market for you. I don't know. Like, I, I don't I have no idea what it would be. Because you always want the ones who don't want you, and now you may want them more. I don't have now any you, idea. Now, you want, now you're What's the benefit? Cordero Patterson was out there right away tweeting, imagine how Atlanta would be if we landed him. And then like five minutes later, Diana Rossini was tweeting, Falcons are out on Mark. And then after they were in on Deshaun Watson with all the baggage. Yeah. And, you know, it's not... <laughs> They thought they had to show yes. up. Yes. It's not good for Lamar Jackson either when the Falcons' official Twitter uh, account retweets the Diana Rossini well, that report. That was the thing that I found they out. Did? Is, oh, they yeah. did. Yes. Yeah. They have um, someone in Falcons PR who retweeted Diana Rossini, and then the Falcons retweeted the Pel- That's the, the, weird. Yes. Like, listen, this That's is really weird. I, I'm, I'm, the NFL is a machine. They don't always do the smartest things in the world, okay? But despite their massive success, it ain't because they're the sharpest knife in the drawer all it's, the time. It's a machine that will run over people in its way. Well, my point is, is that once you hear the term collusion, the last thing if you're an owner or a team you want is 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 a thought out there that immediately what you said, ah, we're good, nothing over here. Like you wouldn't want to display a scintilla of evidence that would, would that would convict you. In the court of public opinion or the court of, you know, civil law. Yeah, but you say that and you just pointed out they're not the sharpest well, that's, knives. And they have, this remember, is why they're confusing the detailed entity. emails that time and time right. again. Doesn't seem matter to how much up. they have up, they, they continue to Miller, roll. This is my point is, is the first thing you would do if you were colluding and you had talked to your fellow owners, the first thing you would do isn't what they did. But again, they're the NFL, and they have a tendency to trip all over themselves in even the most obvious well, of scenarios. Like, like, if you were colluding, wouldn't you put it out there to Diana Rossini? Oh, of course. Yeah, we're in. Lamar, yeah. Lamar's really talented. Course, we're yes. absolutely going to talk to him. The NFL, How could we not? The NFL is famous for playing the opposite game. The obvious is right in front of you. They always do the opposite. Everyone in the NFL does the opposite, at least in the, you know, up in the, the big seats and the big buildings. Like because look, if you were again, if you were actively trying to collude, the last thing you're going to do is come out on the first day and say, "Nope, we're good. We're all good." After you were bidding for the services of a guy who had 54 civil lawsuits against him, we're good with the uh, third round pick from Cincinnati over here. Yeah. You're right, Wada. But what changed is that they were all falling over themselves to get that franchise quarterback. They didn't care about the off-field issues, but he got a guaranteed contract because the one team that got ruled out felt desperate, and so they changed the precedent with guaranteed money. Um, yes. And now they probably had a big conversation at one of their meetings. Don't get desperate. And, and stop with the guaranteed money. Right. Because that don't messes everything desperate. up. It's one thing to get the quarterback, but don't get desperate over the quarterback. This is going to F all of us up. 
It's crazy. We, I mean, we we went to war with the players because we don't want to guaranteed we don't want to guarantee contracts. We have fought too hard and too long in our labor negotiations to non-guarantee contracts. Don't set the precedent where we're going to start guaranteeing quarterback contracts. I would say this as well. The last thing I would imagine though is some of these these owners give a damn about any of the other owners. They're going to make money too, regardless. Right, right. There, there's, there should be a, 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 what is it, the Mets owner. You would think Cohen, Steve Cohen. there's a Steve Cohen out there right. in the NFL. If isn't it's there? good for my team, I don't give a rat's ass how the you, rest of you feel. You would think, you would think, but you never know. All right, three one two three three two three seven seven six. We'll take all these calls and then we'll play you the twentieth greatest moment in the last twenty five years. We'll recap what was twenty one through twenty five as well. It's all coming up. It's a hot time in the NFL. It's going to get hotter with the Bears with free agency starting basically on Monday, and uh, we're coming up next.